I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. I'm diking out, you're diking out. Let's dike out together. See what it's all about. Diking out, diking out, diking out, diking out. Hey, and welcome to Diking Out, a podcast where a couple of dykes dike out each week about stuff going on in the world. And we invite a special guest to dike out with us on a very gay topic. This week it's a little bit less gay, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm Carolyn Bergier. And I'm Sarah York. And today we're going to be diking out with the hilarious Sydney Washington, who is not only hilarious, but super lovely and wonderful New York comic. It's hard to find that combo of hilarious and just and delightful. Yeah. <laughs> and delightful in New York City. So, But we've got it here with Sydney, and we're going to be talking about dealing with straight dudes today. And uh, what better than having three lesbians talk about dealing with straight dudes? Yeah. We weren't going to have a straight dude come in to talk about this <laughs> No, we this would topic. never do that. No. We only have an hour, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just a couple of quick updates. This is episode four of our podcast. The mm-hmm. first three are available on iTunes. Our website is up. All of our social media handles. So please follow at Diking Out everywhere. Like us on Facebook. And it's also really important to leave reviews on iTunes because that's how they know that people are listening. Another update. Last episode, I said that we would be donating a dollar for every subscriber um, to Hurricane relief efforts and then I learned that you can't actually find out how many subscribers you have to a podcast you can only (laughs) estimate so I'm going to go by a number of downloads so the episode that has the highest number of downloads by the end of 
the week will be donating. I will say right now, it's in the low three digits. All so. right. <laughs> I'm excited. For one episode. But overall, we have, we're have we having uh, good downloads across the board. So thank you so much for diking out with us and listening. It makes us so happy. Great. That's it. Oh, and I think I'm going to be donating to the LGBT Disaster Relief Fund. Excellent. Because that makes sense. Yeah. With this podcast. Well, lesbians caused the hurricane, according to Ann Coulter. So. It is. It is true that lesbians are sorry. responsible for major <laughs> hurricanes. You know, I, I did find out. So that originated as actually uh, not a true story. Not the Ann Coulter thing, because oh, okay. she definitely made a she tweet. She tweeted it, yeah. But I, like, she was kind of joking, but she's a garbage human. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not even going to give her that credit. No. <laughs> I don't think she's ever said anything that could be classified as a joke. Yeah. I mean, so, so there was the whole Pat... Robertson thing when mm. Katrina happened and this rumor going around that he said that it was uh, Ellen DeGeneres' fault because she's from Louisiana. But that's actually not true. But a reason why people would think it's true is because when gay pride was going on in Orlando a couple of years before that, he was saying... You know, you're basically like raising your fist to the face of God and you're in the path of hurricanes. Oh so my. I wouldn't celebrate pride if you're in Florida, oh, wow. if I were you. So basically, he said Ellen DeGeneres right. caused Katrina. And um, I think diking out caused Harvey because it happened the same week that, that we started. So I mean, I'm no scientist, but that sounds correct. I think that's how science works. <laughs> Science is when you just make up something and go with it, yes. evidently. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the new state of affairs in our country. All right, so some things that happened this week. Uh, American Horror Story debuted, <sighs> and um, I have a, a love-hate relationship with Ryan Murphy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually going to see him in the New Yorker Festival. I just bought tickets oh, cool. to see him talk, even though he really irks me but he does he has shows that have such great potential but then it's like he gets overly cocky about them and then it's a little bit off the rails a little bit it goes off the rails he kind of hits you over the head with messages like there's no subtlety to any of the shows so i was watching uh, american horror story and it starts off on election night and this one girl literally was like why didn't CNN give us a trigger warning before announcing the oh. results? I'm like, nobody said that. Nobody expected a trigger warning no. before the <laughs> results. Not like, at this all. This whole year has been a trigger warning. Yeah, this, <laughs> this whole year is really testing the limits of my anxiety and like how how the many different ways that, that my anxiety can come up. I never knew I had actual real triggers until... Now, until 2016. Then you should watch American Horror Story it's because too that's violent. what the season is about. It is. But <laughs> hold on. You watch Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. You are the biggest Game right. of Thrones. Game of Thrones is. It is violent. You're right. But that's like warfare. No. And that's like. I'm going to disagree. It is. That is full on violence, incest. It is. I know. Rape. Gratuitous it is. rape. Oh, it's messy. I know. It's yeah. so bad. It's really, really fucked up. Thank but you, I Sydney. love it. <laughs> So, well, American Horror Story, it, it is, it's very, very disturbing, uh, but it centers around, so far, we only have one episode, um, this season is Cult, and it's Sarah Paulson on the night of the uh, election, and she just freaks out when Donald Trump is 
elected, as we all did, it basically described my election night for me. Okay, <laughs> it was just yeah. like, no! Being surrounded <laughs> Is she by sobbing people? into a gin and soda? Because that was mine. <laughs> Almost. There, yeah. there was no gin and soda, but so it's her and her wife uh, and she and they have a kid on the show and her wife is played by, and I wish I had the, the name in front of me, but it's the actress who was in Fun Home. Oh, um, uh, I don't remember her name. She was the one I... that played college Allison okay. with, the, with the short hair. So, yeah. so she's in it. She's on I Love Dick, too, isn't she? Or is that no, a, someone else? No, okay. that, So that's her. She plays Joan. Oh, the, I see. Okay. So, yeah. It, so it's cool that it centers around a lesbian couple with uh-huh. a kid, but it's also not cool that it's like... I don't know, 10 clowns masturbating in the episode. There's nothing Jesus. creepier to me than like a dude masturbating and then put put a clown mask on it. Oh, yeah. That combines two things that I dislike the most, I it's think. It's horrifying. Yeah. I think a woman wrote that. That is the, the woman yeah. was like, let me show you <laughs> what is my worst nightmare. And that was definitely a woman wrote exactly. that. Exactly. It pretty much is. I mean, I was traumatized by the movie uh, by the movie It growing up, which yeah. I am going to see it out in theaters. I no. haven't yet. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm having a secondhand anxiety over you even saying you're going to see that movie. I know, but... <laughs> So I I've only seen a man in real life masturbate once, and it was only once, only once. Lucky for me, have you <laughs> not been train on the train? Was it on? You de- you need to be on the J train. I feel like you know I I don't know I, I don't if know. I'm like oblivious to it, but I've never seen a dude jerking off on the train. Thankfully, oh I have. Oh. Uh, I, I have. Everybody I know has, but 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 I haven't. It, I saw it. I was in traffic on uh, on a highway. And the the truck driver oh. was looking down into my car and just had that like disgusting that, look, on look on his yeah, face. Yeah, that I'm jerking <laughs> off look, and you could see his like his arm moving. Oh, God. and he just like would not stop staring. And as soon as it was horrifying, it was horrifying. And and that was like without even seeing what was going right. on below the waist. But that was enough to creep me out. Oh, you know, that, you saying that actually reminds me. I have uh, that exact same thing happened when I was on. Some friends and I were driving down to Austin, Texas for spring break in college. We were, like, 21, just turned 21. And we're in, like, it, you know, like, eight-lane highway traffic heading into the city. And there is a guy jerking off, but he is driving a Jeep Wrangler with the— Great car. Yeah. Great car, right? <laughs> ruin the car for me. Great Don't car, ruin like the dikiest, <laughs> awesomest car on earth. Um, but, like, full-on jerking off and— the door was on. Like, you know, you can take the Jeep, the doors off of a Jeep. It was still on, but it's like a small door, so you can, like, see his whole upper body, like, I don't know. It was, it was fucking awful, and he was kind of looking over at our car, and ugh. I just want to let you know that a lot of truckers, people who drive, are usually on meth, mm-hmm. so... <laughs> And meth makes you an exhibitionist. Mm-hmm. So I just want to say that this might not be them. It might be the meth. It could be the meth. It could be <laughs> the drugs. So we're, give, we're giving them an out here. Yeah, is yeah. It, guys, is it the meth? Is that why you're all terrible? <laughs> yeah. Are you all on meth? <laughs> Please email us at dykingout at gmail.com and let us know if you're a truck driver on meth. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and now I have two things to say about It's a huge part of our demographic, actually. Our Hold listener on. base is almost all <laughs> truck drivers. <laughs> When I did driver's ed in high school, one day they had uh, a bunch of truck drivers come in, Mm -hmm. and they were supposed to be teaching us about uh, truck safety and Mm -hmm. how to, like, safely drive with trucks on the highway. But instead, they spent the whole time (laughs) dispelling stereotypes of truckers. (laughs) It it was like one hour. We had to take a quiz, and it was like, truckers are 
A. High school dropouts. B. People with no friends or family. <laughs> C. Handsome. <laughs> yeah. like, <do> normal <laughs> people, just like you and me. You know. And that it was all really? like, that's and, and they were freaking like, hilarious. Yeah, they were inviting us to like sit in their trucks and like blow the horn or whatever yeah. no. just to win us over. <laughs> but not. none of it was about how to drive safely. Oh my God, that's <laughs> amazing. Do you think they got together and were like, all right, Jim, this is our big moment? Yeah. <laughs> we're going to teach the new generation that we're just like them. <laughs> Actually, saying that reminds me of that picture. Remember that picture of Donald Trump where he got into the truck and he was, like, oh, driving yeah. it like a big boy? That's yeah. exactly what that reminds me of. That, I bet they let him beep the horn, and I bet he was very excited about it. So oh, I'm sad. sure. I'm sure. Um, That's amazing. The other thing, I realized that I have seen two men... I love that <laughs> we're just like, I we have out seen one. guys jerk off. Yeah, this is very topical. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this kind of goes with the theme of dealing with straight dudes. I, I was on a, a trip to New Orleans with my friends. We were riding the, the trolley, and a guy was driving next to the streetcar... Just oh, jerking no. off, looking into the streetcar, but like not watching the road. Yeah, meth, and like actually <laughs> that is meth. That is that is the quintessential um, movements of somebody who's on meth. Oh no, not oh, caring man. about their well-being or right, others and right. jerking off. Just jerking off in yeah. their car, man, with their rotting teeth. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. want to do meth, that's your thing, but don't drive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Why not? Like, <laughs> you have all this energy. You're like, I just want to go somewhere. I don't yeah. know where I want to go, but I need to go somewhere. I guess if they're not in their car, then they're on the subway. And exactly. That's- yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Uh, all right. That's well, great. Uh, so American Horror Story is like, <laughs> tra- tra- back to American Horror Story. Back, back more horrors. Uh, it's, it's all about, so Sarah Paulson, like Trump getting elected, ignites all of her past triggers. Mm-hmm. So all the phobias that she used to have are now... Um, making her basically lose her mind. Okay. So so that's it. But um, I I don't know. It was so gross. And my wife was watching with me, and she's not into scary things, but she also is just so supportive and just wants to be on board mm-hmm. <laughs> with everything. But I'm like, we don't have to watch. And she's like, no, no, I won't mind. I'll just close my eyes. She closed her eyes the entire yeah. Close, close your eyes, plug your ears. That's how I deal with Yeah, scary and then she things. kept yelling things in Spanish because she's Peruvian. <laughs> I feel well, like all the Spanish I know is, like, not the helpful kind of Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> well, my thing is, what's all with this little scary stuff? Like, you live in America. Why do you need to watch more scary yeah. things? Like, you could just read the news and be like, huh? You know, yeah. you don't need to watch these movies or shows. You know, they they bring this point up on the show. <laughs> 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 that it's almost like a vaccination so oh, if, yeah. if you watch, like, the really <laughs> terrible, horrible stuff, then it makes the normal stuff. You're like, okay, I'm mentally prepared. Yeah. It's not that bad. I mean, there's no clowns, like, jerking off. So There I mean, are. Yeah. And where, yeah. where was it? There were those clowns in the woods, oh, like, a yeah. year ago. That was a whole thing. Yeah, there were these people, I mean, maybe one person that mm-hmm. was, like, dressing up like a scary cra- clown oh, and, like, yes, standing in the woods that. and standing yeah. on street corners just and, like, looking scaring menacing. people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was just to prepare us for what was about Going to happen. On right yeah. freaking out. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. Maybe I won't watch it. It's a little too scary. You're going to um, watch it. Don't lie. It don't, feels very on the don't nose. Don't hold back for us. Yeah, you're going to watch it for sure. I really like Sarah Paulson. You'll do anything for Sarah Paulson. I will. <laughs> um, okay, and another thing in the news is that uh, Gloria Carter, uh, Jay-Z's mom, went on a podcast to talk about why she came out mm-hmm. and 
how that that kind of became a thing. So uh, if you don't know what you should, Diking Out listeners, that Jay-Z dropped his album, mm-hmm. 444, and there's a track on it where uh, his mom speaks some lines on it, and it's all about how uh, she was a lesbian all her mm-hmm. life, but didn't come out until later in life, uh, which is awesome. I'm really glad uh, that she felt like she could come out. A lot of people, um, especially who who are older, who grew up when there was a lot more stigma, mm-hmm. you know, have to come out later in life. And it, it, it's definitely more of a challenge for them than people oh, yeah. today. I just wish that Gloria came out a little bit sooner, like when I was single. Yeah. <laughs> because if I knew I had a shot at being Beyonce's mother-in-law. Yeah. Oh my like, God. <laughs> Can you imagine? Does Gloria have amazing. a girlfriend? I, I, I think she does, but you yeah. Because he mentions in the song how she, I think, it, I forgot how he worded exactly, but she has someone in her life or like when, yeah, when she you does. fell in love. So he's implying that she does have someone. I she guess. does okay. have someone. Yeah. But, Jay-Z's uh, mom. She definitely, she, she not, she should not be single. Oh no. Oh, there's yeah, no way. She's the most eligible. I would like an York. app that tells me when she is. But <laughs> 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 if that's Hilarious. out there, it's, it's on the nose. It's called, is Gloria single <laughs> on my phone? <laughs> single glow in the city. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I know. I, I've always had this kind of special place in my heart for women and men who, you know, I, it's it's kind of bittersweet because you're like, I'm so glad you're finally living your true self, but mm-hmm. you but you spent these like, you know, 40, 50, 60, 70 years not being able to, and that just bums me out. But, you know, I guess I guess it's better late than never, I suppose. I mean, I, I don't mean, know. I mean, nobody care now. So exactly. it's just like you got to do it when you... When you're, when you're 18 and 19 and it really affects uh, your family's life. Yeah. You can't do it when you're 30 because they're like, well, we crossed you off anyway. Yeah. So don't even, you got to get them when it hurts, you yeah. know. When you're 30, it's like, well, you'll have your own apartment. Right. You, yeah. They don't need to, like, support you. Like, yeah. uh, I came out way too late. I should have definitely did it at, like, 23, just really stuck it in my mom. And she would have, <laughs> you know, she probably would have took me out of college. I mean, I dropped out anyway, but it would have yeah. been <laughs> exciting, you know. Right. It would have been dr- worth the it. drama, can you imagine? Uh, I would have been a walking... Novella. It's crazy. <laughs> it's like whatever age you come out, there, there's probably something like when when I came out to my mom, I was 17 and she was like, well, you know, that's that's fine. And I love you and I'll always love you no matter what. And you be you. Mm-hmm. But don't feel like this is you don't have to. I, I mentioned this before. She said yeah. I didn't have to sew it into my underwear, which is. <laughs> Made me the which equivalent very, of tattooing it on your Which is your the arm. most delightfully mom way of saying, like, now this doesn't have to be permanent. Yeah. I mean, yeah. she just didn't know. I, a lot of people think, like, oh, teenagers, yeah, things are yeah. phases. It's very understandable. So if you're too young, people think it's people just a phase. People take it seriously, yeah. If you're, like, 30, people will be like, so, uh, but you dated guys before. Yeah, and then they start Why bringing out the receipts of when you dated guys. And it's like, well, that's People will pull out your dick receipts in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. I didn't even remember having sex with yeah. that dude. Wait, wait, how do you know? Like, Dick receipts I, are permanent. I like, totally forgot about Steven. Like, how? <laughs> oh, it's awful. People are oh, the IRS okay. when it comes to that. Oh, hell They remember yeah. every dollar. Oh, God. I'm so glad I have no dick receipts at all. <laughs> None? No, no dick receipts. No dick receipts here. We're we got, both we got gold nothing. star lesbians. Yeah. What? Yeah. I'm so jealous. Yeah. <laughs> I really wish it is a great way to live. I can erase every receipt. <laughs> Just burn it. 
Oh, that's great. Well, moving on to the other news story, the one that I am so fucking excited to get to. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> oh. first, I, well, I just do want to read what, uh, so Gloria, she, she was talking oh. about when she came out and she said, um, besides your mother, this is the person that I am. You know, this is the life that I live. And she said, my son started actually tearing and said, that had to be hor- a horrible life, Ma. And she said, my life was never horrible. It was just different. So that made him want to do a song about it. And I thought Cute. that was really beautiful. Oh, that, that is beautiful. You know, Jay-Z, like, he didn't think about himself or, right. like, why, you know, he just immediately had empathy for her and that is cool. That, that understanding. That's and, really nice. Jay-Z yeah. is so damn grown. Yeah. He's yeah. such an adult. He's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. A man has like a few kids and like a know, wife right? and they turn. You're and like, then gets wow. dragged by an entire album and you, then all of a sudden. <laughs> you were talking about money cash hoes in ninety nine and right. now, now you're now he's like a like a an ally, you know? Like he is. that's so yeah. great. Yeah. I really like him. them. I like him a lot. Good Without for you, him Sean we would not Carter. have Blue Ivy, so Hmm. Blue Ivy is the best, and we wouldn't have her without Jay Z. Exactly, so. oh, and she looks just like him. So I know yeah. his Aww. jeans are strong as hell. Yeah. <laughs> the next story we're gonna go to. I am just gonna read this because this it's is just too good. So ridiculous, and and this will transition into the topic of straight men and just how much of a burden they are <laughs> on everybody. So the headline here is Millionaire Taunts Lesbians by Blasting Songs About Men in Feud Over Rooster. In what? A in a feud over a rooster. So a multimillionaire harassed I think this was in this is in the UK. A multimillionaire yeah, harassed yeah. his it's, lesbian it's neighbors English. <laughs> by playing when a man loves a woman after their rooster crowed. Um, Neil Dymot, 55, allegedly taunted his neighbors, Helen Richardson and Paula Holland, not long after the couple's hens near their backyard (laughs) garden hatched a rooster, according to The Sun. The retired businessman, uh, The Sun, the publication, not the actual Sun. Mm -hmm. It wasn't The Sun being like, a rooster was born. Mm -hmm. Uh, The retired businessman allegedly shouted at the couple and claimed the crowing negatively impacted the value of his million-dollar home. Uh, Blah, blah, blah. The court... Also heard that he allegedly pushed Richardson against a fence, leaving her with a cut on her arm and called Richardson a sick witch and a psycho. Um, he 55 retired. He got time. Yeah. He got all the time. So he's going, Too much time, yeah. one could say. Uh, he said the, the rooster crowed four or five times during the day with about 10 to 20 crows at a time, lasting no more than two minutes. Um I love this story I mean, because it sounds like it was written. It was written by your grandma who is trying to avoid saying lesbian by saying other euphemisms like, "Well, you know, when their hens crow." Mm-hmm. And you're like, "What? <laughs> when the when the rooster crowed next door?" If you know what I mean. I just want to say, when a man loves a woman, great song. Oh yeah. So I, I great. mean, it's I a mean, great yeah, song. Well, Michael Bolton thing. is not at fault here. Yeah. But <laughs> he he picked a song that's not even that offensive. Like there are worse songs if you're oh, going to yeah. taunt a lesbian. Definitely. So yeah. s- the straight rich man doesn't even know how to taunt lesbians, nope. right? I bet he just googled "man woman song" <laughs> and that was the first one that came up, right? <laughs> I mean, why do oh, they have why that. do they have roosters? That's dumb. I think they're like. It sounds to me like they are. F- Farmers, or they probably have a lot of like land a, they just and they have like a organic. chicken coop. Yeah, that's extra gay. Like yeah. they gotta oh get, oh, they yeah. gotta get rid Paula of Paula and Helen and their and their chickens. <laughs> yeah, they that's what I love are just about trying it. to live. Yeah. <laughs> they just want their their rooster. I will say, having uh, on vacation stayed in places with roosters, uh, mm-hmm. 
it's very ab- an abrasive way to wake oh, up in the really? morning. But I've never actually heard a rooster. But it's kind of nice. You've never no. heard a rooster. I've heard them on TV. I know. I, no. Well, I grew up in like the suburbs, but yeah, I've Sydney, never. Sydney, you're not having it with roosters. No. <laughs> like, I get mad when I hear the, because tra- we live near the train station. Yeah. So I hear the train. The train is abrasive to yeah. me. <laughs> so some crows, even a worse. Yeah, yeah. No way. No. Oh. I guess it'd be better than my phone alarm, but no. At least you can control the phone alarm because roosters yes. crow like basically at sunup. From what I, they from do. what I know from children's books, no, and they loud. it is. It's at sunup. It's very loud. You can't. They don't care. It, yeah. and it's it's almost like nature's snooze button. I think snooze was designed after roosters because they'll stop, and you're like, finally, yeah. And you think you five can get minutes back to later, bed and five minutes later, they start crowing again. They're so oh rude. my god! So this guy just could not handle. I think. Well, obviously, his problem here is the fact that his neighbors are lesbians, not necessarily that the is, rooster. Because all, all old men I know yeah. over the age of 50, off a sample of one, my dad, they wake <laughs> up at like 5 a.m. Oh, yeah. regardless. That's like, prime old for guy some wake reason. up time. And, and I think that's why white men have been able to <laughs> accomplish all that they have is because like the older they get, hours. the less sleep they need. It's very yeah. weird. It is weird. You would think the old people needed John all Carey, the sleep. John Kerry sleeps like three hours a night. Yeah. I, my dad is up at like 7 a.m. regardless of whether, actually earlier than that, he wakes up at like 6 because you never, the worst thing ever is when like like dad schedule when it comes to like being somewhere on time or something. Because if your plane leaves at like ten o'clock, my dad will be up at five at I the feel, airport at six. They just that's their that's their startup time. Why is this guy pissed? I feel alienated. Y'all talking about dads, and I don't have one, so I don't know what uh, is dad time. What the hell well, is that? <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? Too is a fucking dad? aggressively early is what it is. Um, my yeah. dad lives on another continent. Oh, so. true. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot I'm about pretty, that. I'm one, one level removed. I, he only communicates via email, and I see him once a year. Mm. That's same with mine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. fine. I guess once you move to New York, your family just kind of I mean, forgets well. about you. <laughs> yeah, family does not want to visit you when you live in New York, no, which is they a weird visited thing. Once. Yeah. They visited once, and actually, that's when I came out to my dad when they visited here, and I was thirty. At that time, this was wow, recently. You really yeah, gave was, them a trip, huh? I know, right? <laughs> gave them a trip for their money. They really wow. did. They got their deal on uh, kayak.com. Sure for did. That one. <laughs> were they staying with you? No. Oh, okay. God, no. Um, no, they were staying in a hotel, but we, I, I chose the moment to say it when we were on one of those those boats that go around the city, like those sightseeing boats. One of those? Uh, like, could I have chosen a worse spot? You're so like, rude. We are. <laughs> <laughs> it was when we were done with the trip and we were sort of like going back into the, the pier or whatever. Yeah, but I was like, why did I choose Why did I choose the one place where there's no way out? Like, I'm stuck on this thing. You like, ruined water for them. <laughs> like, they're like, don't want to be on a boat yeah, or I anywhere near water. I whole method of transportation mm-hmm. for them forever. You're like, Dad, tighten your life vest. Yeah. <laughs> it's something we need to go over. I mean, they 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 obviously knew. Like, I yeah. looked like this, so I I mean, I don't think that they think that their like six foot tall, broad shouldered, androgynous daughter is dating men. But yeah. I, but it was still sort of like a like a thing, like a processing moment for sure. But I'm, yeah, talk about late coming out. I'm really curious if my my first girlfriend ever, if she ever came out to her family, because last I talked to her, which was uh, years ago, she hadn't, but she was also so obviously gay, and her mom obviously just wanted her to say it, but didn't want to directly ask her, and... She would never bring it up. I'm like, she's giving you so many openings to come out, and you're taking none of them. Yeah. But she's the gayest person. I think maybe now that 
I believe she like owns a house and lives with another woman. The but, jig is up. Yeah, it's over. But knowing her, she probably still actually hasn't said the words <laughs> to her uh, mom. That's so painful. That she's gay. That's the worst. That doesn't even sound like mom behavior. Like moms are always talking. Yeah. <laughs> and assuming shit. So like to not even throw it out there. Uh, denial. Yeah. I mean, it, even when we were when we were dating in high school, and we'd be hanging out in her basement. Which, uh, if if you live in a city that has basements, mm-hmm. I learned moving to the south that some states like don't have basements. Oh, yeah. um, but in in Buffalo, you know, a lot of people had their basements done, and and that was where you would hang out. And her mom was always very concerned when we were in the basement, which she should have been. But, right. But she was very concerned. And she'd be like, what are you girls doing down there? Yeah. And I was like, oh. We're, like, we're watching the craft and doing some under the blanket stuff, <laughs> Susan. Don't worry about it. Oh, man. Okay. Let's get into this fun topic more uh, because I know our guest Sydney Washington has some great stories about this that I've heard on stage and read on Facebook yes, about yes. straight men just being the worst being mm-hmm. awful and staying on brand staying very much on brand <laughs> a little bit more about Sydney she is a stand up comedian super funny you can catch her on shows all around New York and also has a new show and podcast called The Unofficial Expert it sounds like an awesome show. Mm-hmm. It's going to be at the Tank on Sunday. What's the the seventeenth, September seventeenth yes, at seven o'clock. So if you live in New York, seven o'clock, be there. Uh, I'm definitely going to try to be there because mm-hmm. it seems like a really cool concept. Mm-hmm. And your co-host Marie, yes, Boston, very funny as well. <laughs> Amazing. So yeah, you guys are a great duo. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we try. We try. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, let's get into this. Uh, Sydney, tell us, I, I don't know if you want to start with that story that you posted on Facebook this week, because I found that one to be kind of... Girl, a- it's too much. It's like, <laughs> I mean, first of all, I just want to I just want to live. I just want to get through New York City without mm-hmm. having to talk to anybody. Like, yeah. this, like this day that just happened, it, I was having literally one of the worst days. I had a panic attack. Um, I got on the train. It was packed. Couldn't get a seat. Uh, walked out raining, you know, and my oh, yeah. my hair was not rainproof, so like I didn't have an umbrella <laughs> or anything like that. So I'm walking to get to wherever I need to get to, and this guy comes up to me and he's like, "You look just like my wife." And I said, "Uh huh, right, okay, cool, cool story." Like mm-hmm. I don't care, you know what I mean? My face looked like I didn't want anybody to bother me at mm-hmm. all, but this guy felt like the need to tell me that I looked like his wife. So then he's like, no, no, I swear to you, you look like my wife, um, but she died 11 months ago. Oh, God. And I was like, fuck, man, you got to hit me with that. Yeah. Like, I was really about to, like, smush you in the face, <laughs> give you all the attitude. And now it's like, oh, let me be nice to him. Like, his wife just died. He's having a hard time. Obviously, he feels connected. Let me just chat it up. So we talking, and he's not even from New York. He's, like, from... Uh, Nebraska or some some weird place that I would never go to, and <laughs> that's where Sarah's uh, from. Where oh from, my yeah. god! No, I, it's, a, it's okay. She's not like accurate, Nebraska pride or anything. No, no, <laughs> not at all. But that um, is a very accurate description of that state. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he but he met his wife here yeah. or whatever, and uh, he's talking, and um, you know I'm smiling. You know when you smile and you nod, and you're like uh huh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah, okay, yeah, oh. Okay, great. Well, thank you so much for your time. Gotta go. And he's like, before I even can say I gotta go, he's like, I really think we should get dinner. I really feel like this is God giving me a second chance. 
And I said, God don't have nothing to do with this. <laughs> You're using your wife's dick so you can get some pity ass. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not here for it. And first of all, I smiled. No. Do you know how hard it was for me to smile? I was oh, having yeah. the worst day. So you wasted my smile. <laughs> you wasted my fucking... First, you're telling me I look like a dead woman. No, I don't <laughs> want to look like a dead woman. I don't know if it was the hair. I was like, this is not even my hair. So I'm wearing a dead woman's hair right now. Like, this is crazy. And then um, and then he's like, no, I, I really feel like we should just really get to know each other some more. And I'm like, no, I don't want your morning dick. I'm good. I'm all set. You're going through it. And this is not how you get a date. Yeah. No. This is not how you... And it's raining. Like, it, yeah. was, it was, like, misty. I was not... I couldn't believe he had the, the gall to, mm-hmm. to tell me that I look like his dead wife. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm gay. Yeah. yeah. I'm gay. Oh, that and, too. Yeah. yeah, and someone wrote someone wrote on face on Facebook like, "Isn't that funny that God is giving you the second chance to be his wife? Maybe you should tell him that you're gay. Maybe his wife was gay." I was like, "That's a good that could be." Maybe. Yeah. That, maybe she got out. Come because, out to him yeah. as his dead wife. That went Oh, man, I should have went on that date. I should have turned it all around and just at the end of the Pret- day, after all were, the food. And right. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg and Ghost. <laughs> yeah. Just channeling the dead woman. Yeah, yeah, I should have did that. Or, you know, at the end when he signs, you know, the check. And I yeah. was like, well, I feel like this is a great time to tell you that I have a girlfriend. So, <laughs> yeah. But she's alive. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Why oh, didn't I do God. that? Oh. The things I think about right. after the fact. <laughs> but, like, it's constantly just, you know, guys coming up. To, do you guys sit on you? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> no. No, not at all. Um, I think it's your style. Yeah. You have the your style, style. Like, I have, like, the short, like, uh, Bieber in 2015 mm-hmm, hair yeah. right now. I'm I'm always two years behind Bieber is what I'm... <laughs> yeah. uh, I wear, like, men's clothing. I'm six feet tall. I'm just kind of, like... I present more of a physical threat to men, I think, than uh, any kind of like sexual sort of thing, which is hey, some men are in for that, so you never know. Some, you never know. Yeah, you never. The ones who really like a challenge are like, "Mm, I bet I can take that big dyke and just change her. I feel like European men. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you can't. Gay gay women and European women are like one and the same. They all look. We all wear pretty much the same. We all wear hiking shoes. and Swedish women. (laughs) I feel like the Swedish and the Dutch. Speaking of Swedish women, I on the bus here. I was waiting to get off, and the bus driver had already commented on my hair when I got on and was just giving me creepy smiles. And then he said, are you from Sweden? (laughs) I'm like, what? But also, that's like the nicest thing someone has said to me. (laughs) You just look like you have free health (laughs) care. Guys don't have no game. So that's no. what he had to he had to throw it out As there. As we I was like, do they have pink hair in Sweden? Is that Maybe. Is that the thing? He's I like, oh, thing. he could have been like Heidi Klum is Swedish, so I felt like yeah. you look like her. Like guys just don't even know what to do. No. They, it it sucks because in general Maybe this isn't true. I was going to say in general, I try to be pleasant, but sometimes I do try to be, be pleasant. And when I when I talk to people and I, I talk to guys, uh, I, I love a good conversation, but mm-hmm. I feel like if you give straight guys a, an inch, all of a sudden they turn it creepy. Yeah. 
You know, it's like you can't just have. No, they start up top creepy. Like they don't know how <laughs> yeah. to like scrub it off of them. They don't know how right. to shake it off. That's just what it is. And you have the face. You have an inviting face. You have one yeah. of those faces that's like, do you have time to talk about you know women's health and women's rights? Like, yeah. you, you look like I a need clipboard, a clipboard girl. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You look like you're gonna stop me in the street and ask for me to donate to something. So yeah. it could be you a little bit, but I mean, he's also a bus driver. He don't have nothing to do. So. Right. Right. He should hit on women. And yeah. if you want to get back on the bus for free, I would do it. I, yeah. <laughs> I'll make friends with a bus driver. You know, I will say in that that's another thing is using straight men, I think, is totally fair. My friends in college used to love the fact that I would use straight men all the time yes. to get free drinks. Oh, yeah. Yes. And try to get free drinks for everybody and yes. try to get us the, the hookup. And I would... And this wasn't the fun part, but I did. I made out with a lot of guys when Good. I was in college. Yeah. Do it. And lead them on. And then, and I would also, I would tell them, I'm gay, by the way, so don't expect anything. But they're so confident. It's a game. Yeah. They're so confident and they want to change you or they want to be the, the one. They want to so be the magic they, dick. So now they double down and then yeah. they're buying more drinks. Listen, oh, yeah. I'm here to hurt their heterosexual hearts. Do it. <laughs> yeah. I'm for it. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. They, it's a game for them. They're mentally already invested. Mm-hmm. So like yes. telling, oh, I remember when I was at the bar and this is when I was a full-on alcoholic. Like I reached my alcoholic peak. And like dudes would try to like get me drunk, and I'm, and I would go to places that I know the bartender, and the bartender's like, look at the dude, like I don't know, I don't think you can handle her. <laughs> this girl drinks pickleback shots, shots like yeah. there's water. I don't know if she drinks pickle juice. <laughs> Do you really want to to battle this chick? And I would get guys thrown out all the time because mm-hmm. they would be on the ass, yeah, and act a fool, and I would be like. <laughs> you don't know I got a bag of coke. <laughs> so that's why I'm beating the you at every weapon. Yeah, <laughs> you have no idea what I'm capable of. Oh, that's of. great. Yeah, I, I never, uh, I never went through the phase where guys were buying me shit. It was more just like they were, they were like, uh, they were like annoyed that I would be standing next to them in line or they're like, sorry, bro, when they would like accidentally hit me with their drink, which I love. <laughs> you need it's a fine. hot straight friend. That's what you need. Oh, oh. I have plenty of those. Yeah, yeah, you gotta be with those. Those are the ones that like, even if you don't want a drink, you're mm-hmm. gonna get a drink because oh, she's yeah. like, can you get a drink with me because yeah. you know, I don't want to drink by myself and then you come through and then dude's like, oh, I've like, been there all the time. Oh, oh, she's like, here too? Oh, you're like, yeah, yes. and they kind of give me that look like, wait a minute, you're am like, I hitting on this girl? For, is that her girlfriend? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Or she's like, "This is my friend," and then all of a sudden he looks at me like, oh, "I gotta buy this bitch a drink too." Okay, yeah. I'll take I'll take three of those. And yeah. I'm like, "Thank you." Yeah, that's what you gotta do. That's I mean, fine. Listen, even if you tell a guy over and over and over again, "Hey, I'm gay. I've been gay. Never had dick before. Uh, you know, my mom's gay. Like it's in, <laughs> it's in my blood." They don't care. They'll no. find a way to be like, "You know what? If I just get her a couple of Jägermeisters, yeah, yeah. I can make her straight again." Lord, like, grant no. me the confidence of a mediocre straight man. Oh man, <laughs> a mediocre straight man with a dusty sneaker. They stay. They like. I don't know where they get. This confidence, but I honestly want to bottle it up, sell it at yeah. Urban Outfitters <laughs> for a hundred dollars, yep. and just give it to women because yeah. I feel like we need that. Yeah, <laughs> we like be in our brains like, how do I go up to and talk to this person that I've seen every day that mm-hmm. I like them when they'll go up to like anyone full strangers, on strangers yeah. that are in wheelchairs or can't see and yeah. they're like, you know, I just want to. Do you got to know you look like my dead wife? Yeah, like <laughs> come on, dude. Like what the. 
He didn't even think twice to no. tell me that. Like, no. like I wouldn't find that, that creepy, end. or like I would be like low key offended. Or he's lucky I didn't be like. Okay, let me see a photo. Yeah, let me see. <laughs> I know you got a picture of her. Yeah. She's got to be on your phone at least. But eleven months. I was talking to my friends about. it. I was like, she died eleven months. I feel like you still need some time. And my, oh, yeah. my friends were like, Nah, man, six months. I'm, you gotta get back out there. I'm like, what? What? It's not a breakup after three months. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> Marie was like, she's like, Sydney, if you died, I mean, I would keep the podcast going. Yeah. <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I would say the podcast is in your name. In your, oh, that's great. You would have wanted it this yeah. way. And I'm like, no, I'm here to tell y'all, if I die, in the podcast. <laughs> Do not listen. Unsubscribe. Yeah. <laughs> Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm not into set timelines like that, but that's just because I got married less than a year after getting divorced. (laughs) Yes, indeed. (laughs) Okay. I set up these timelines in my head. I was like, I'm going to be single for a year. And of course, when you decide that you don't want anyone Mm -hmm. to share your life with, that's when they show up at your front door. As soon as you squeeze the soul out of you and then have some more soul, like somebody comes back. Oh, yeah. They could tell that you're happy again. Yeah. Right. And then they want to ruin, they want to squeeze the soul out of you again. Like that, (laughs) that's what people do for fun. (laughs) Yeah. They're literally like waist trainers. I swear to you. (laughs) I swear they don't want you, they don't want you to be happy. They want you to be uncomfortable. (laughs) They want you to switch up your whole weekend. It's like, oh, now we got to do this on Saturday and Sunday? Oh, yeah. man, this is too much. <laughs> oh, that's great. And uh, Talking about, like, the, the confidence. Do you want to open that? You oh, can. I can open it. <laughs> yeah, open it. So fancy. It's just a little per- Perrier, guys. I, just, yeah. uh, I want the listeners to know that I am classy. <laughs> my <laughs> with a hint of lime, this yeah. Perrier. <laughs> uh, my fridge at work is stocked with those Perriers, so oh, I yeah. am... 
The watermelon ones are delicious. And what? the strawberry. They got watermelon and strawberry. They do. They have watermelon delicious. and strawberry. Uh, listeners, just in case y'all don't know I'm black. Uh, <laughs> they said watermelon and my head just twitched. <laughs> <laughs> watermelon berry. <laughs> what the hell? I think it's just what watermelon, uh, strawberry, and, and lime berry. Yeah, I saw, I saw pink oh, yeah. grapefruit too. I oh, that. yeah, that's right. The they pink do have pink yeah. grapefruit. They yeah. do. I, I get the Perrier monthly newsletter. Diking Out is not sponsored by Perrier. Oh, but. man. Please do. <laughs> Y'all should get that as a sponsorship. <laughs> Hiking sandals and Perrier should be our two. <laughs> um, Merrill's. Yeah, Merrill's, have Merrill's, Merrill's sneakers. I do have yeah. Merrill's. <laughs> of course oh, you do. I'm very gay. I Wait, you that. have Merrill's? I have Merrill's. First of all, uh, first of all, I didn't even know about Merrill's until late last year. I was at my comedy show, and we were making fun of this guy's shoes, and they were Merrill's. And meanwhile, this guy's loaded. Like, he mm-hmm. lives in Westchester. He has, And so this is, like, the sneaker for the rich dude. And some other get, like, audience member comes up. She strolls on, and she tells Marie, she's like, don't make fun of my shoes. And she had freaking Merrill's on. <laughs> no. Uh, oh, I welcome Mer- people to make fun of my Merrill's. Uh, I, I wear them for running. but Yeah. Uh, Merrill's are also for people who have really bad back problems because they're really? like, they're supposedly like the most comfortable shoes ever. I read this whole thing by a writer that I love who has a like a devastating back problem and he can only wear them. So I feel like lesbians and middle-aged men with a bad lower back dress the same. And I love that. We have the Listen, same they're, shoes. They're, and they're not cheap either. No, not no. at all. They're expensive. Yeah, that's why I only have one pair. <laughs> but they're supposed to last you. They're... They do last, yeah. They, they've lasted me a while. When we were talking about the, the confidence mm-hmm. thing, it reminded me of the story of when my ex-wife, when we uh, got engaged and she was moving in with me, she was selling all her stuff on Craigslist that we had duplicates of. So she sold her toaster oven on Craigslist, and I guess this guy came with his brother to pick it up. And you, need, wait, you need another person to pick up a toaster oven? <laughs> I don't know, right? A I, grown man. Hey, I think man, that was right gotta, around when the Craigslist killer got caught, so maybe it, nah, was, maybe it was a safety no, thing. <laughs> he could have just met her outside. Can you come downstairs? Yeah. Right? I don't know. I I should have questioned her, her judgment more, and I should have been there <laughs> yes. for these transactions. Should have. Right, right. Mean, meanwhile, later when we were moving to New York and we were selling, because in, in Atlanta everything's cheaper, so you can have two bedrooms Mm -hmm. and we were selling the second mattress and she was hiding my ex-wife was hiding in the bedroom with a knife just in case these people were going to rob us because she didn't feel comfortable with them coming to the apartment I'm like you had two dudes come in (laughs) and then the knife she took was like the paring knife I was like what are are you going to do with that you're going to peel some lemons to death (laughs) come on zest some fruit so anyway so she meets this guy on Craigslist just transactional she says I'm moving in with my fiance that's why I'm getting rid of stuff and make small talk whatever then he like friends her on Facebook. Mm. Oh God! And she accepts mm, it. Mm, mm, mm. What? I know. I know. I guess I don't know. Maybe they had a, a nice conversation or something. Boo! You're right. And then all of a sudden, I see these like winky face emojis on her Facebook wall that he posts at three in the morning. I'm like, what happened when he came over? Oh my God! And I'm a like, used household like, appliance you? is an in for a man. I was like, did you lead him <laughs> on or something? She's like, no, I literally said I was moving in with my fiance yeah. and what's wow. queer. Yeah. And he was like, He's nope. like, you know what? She, I'm going to change her whole fucking life. Yeah. He's like, she di- she didn't want to just unload this toaster oven. Yeah. <laughs> she was looking for love. 
She was asking for it. Now, said every man about literally everything a woman does. Listen, now <laughs> you should tell this to the straight women. Hey, if you haven't found love yet, sell your toaster oven. Right. <laughs> There's dudes that are ready to come over and totally like take your take yeah. you over. Yeah. Not uh, metaphorically. It's not one of those things like, well, you just got to get out there and sell your toaster oven. Like, mm-hmm. no, I mean seriously. Literally, wash put off it that on Craigslist. Clean it out. Put it on Craigslist for fifteen bucks or best offer. And go for it. My mm-hmm. friend, that happened to my friend. Well, she, but she's straight. But um, she lost her ID. Guy found her ID. Uh. Hit her up on Facebook. Like, hey, found your ID. Um, if you want it, come to my house. Which I'm like, if somebody said, hey, I have your things, I would, I would assume they would be like, hey, I'll come meet you yeah. to give you yeah. your ID. Like, yeah. In a middle ground somewhere. Right. He says, come to her house. Come to my house. She goes to his house. It's some penthouse. In Soho. Okay. Wow. Right? Yeah. Cool. All right. She I'm goes, on board. <laughs> she brings her boyfriend, but he stays downstairs. Mm. So yeah. she goes up, and the guy is actually attractive. Like, hot, mm-hmm. actually. And then she could see inside the apartment, and it's sick. Mm-hmm. And I was like, girl, what'd you do? She's like, well, I took my ID, and he was like, hey, if you ever want to hang out, let me know. And she just leaves. And I was like, yo, my boyfriend would have been down there for two days. Because <laughs> I want to change my whole life. This guy's loaded yeah. and he's attractive. Right. How do you get both? You're like, we can hang out now. Let me just go tell my Uber driver to leave real yeah. quick. <laughs> I'm getting a reception. You know what? Give me a second. I'm going to go ah. tell him. <laughs> Let me tell my Uber driver. Oh, my God. Just wait God. right here. Hold that thought. I'll be oh right back. My That's God. funny. <laughs> she was so surprised that he was attractive. I was like, oh, but she's like, I could tell that he was a douche. He was a douche. Of course. Because yeah. yeah. he told her to come to his house. He wanted him. He wanted her to he see He wanted her to see. Yeah. He's not meeting her on the, at the Starbucks in yeah. Union Square. He that must have been some driver's license picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My um, driver's license picture would never get anyone to be like, you know what? Come I got to meet this person. <laughs> no, but he friended her on Facebook, so I'm sure he oh. saw like some good pictures. He definitely wow. like Googled her and like looked her on yeah. yeah. social media. And she's, and she's like, you know, she's somebody. She got a cool, a cool podcast or whatever. Yeah. But like, yeah. He, he's just like, come to my place. And she left her boyfriend downstairs. I said, why didn't you bring him up? Yeah. She's like, because I didn't want to scare this other dude. I didn't want him to think, like, oh, I'm trying to come through with my man. Yeah. Snatch up my ID and then rob you. I was like, I would have done that. Why yeah, didn't you I was do gonna this? say I would love I would love men to feel intimidated and like I brought someone yeah. to rest them. Up. <laughs> I feel like that's that's what a lot of women, particularly straight women obviously, but women in general go to such great lengths to not to like for the sake of comfort of straight men or yes. men in general. And it really yes. blows my mind. So I'm like, these are the people who are already up here. Like they're already above us in, you know, as far as like societal, like in, in every possible way of like privilege and sort of the hierarchy of like the social capabilities or privileges of, of humans in the, in, in this country, they they're already, they already have the advantage. Like, why are you trying to, why are you trying to just like, make them feel more comfortable. I don't get mm-hmm. it. Like for the mm-hmm. sake I have so many friends who have said yes to things that are so when you look at it on paper you're like are you si-, like meeting someone in an unsafe place or like you know sit- sitting and talking with some guy who does not deserve her time who is so annoying. Okay, who wife died 11 months yeah. ago. <laughs> like well, really I mean, for hours like you know everyone has that friend especially like in college or as we're going through our 20s who just lets these guys have this, so much time in her life and everything. It's like, why do you want to You can't be get me? that shit back. I didn't want to be rude. It's like, why? Why not be rude? Uh, that, oh, that was me. 
Yeah, when I'm well, on, I mean, it's, yeah, yeah. we're programmed to do it, though. It's yeah. everyone. We've all done it. Mm-mm. When I'm on stage, I'm rude as F to these dudes. <laughs> I hurt all their hearts. I yes, make fun good. of their outfits. I tell them, I'm like, you a dog walker? What happened? Like, <laughs> is your, are your parents not in your life? Like, yeah. are you an orphan? How did this happen? You are a white man. Yeah. You yeah. should be doing so much right. more. Like, you should be, like, orbiting the Earth in a spaceship right now. Anything. You could do it. Literally, Trump is your president. Yeah. And you hear walking somebody else's dogs? <laughs> you are a disgrace. Like, that's what I, this is what I do on stage. That's great. So, hey, if you guys ever want to come see me do yeah. comedy. <laughs> Everyone's welcome. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I do. Yeah. I know. I've kind of made it my mission a little bit, too. I read on some social media platform, I don't know where it was, but uh, this woman was, like, doing this experiment where she doesn't move aside on the sidewalk for men and it's like she's had all these experiences like just running literally physically running into them or having them kind of look at her really incredulously it's not like she's going against the flow of traffic and just being a dick like she's just walking normally Mm -hmm. on you know towards the right side of the sidewalk and the groups of men who walk like two or three wide on the sidewalk how we're sort of conditioned to like move aside for them, you know, or something, and she just plows right through. And I tr- I make a very, very conscious, front-of-the-mind effort to do that every single day, and it's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to tell you, as, like, a New Yorker, I feel like women do that more than oh, yeah. men. I oh, feel, with the walking side yeah, by side? Yeah, like, especially yeah. if it's, like, a couple of them, like, yeah. if it's yeah. three women yeah. in a row, like, just... Oh, yeah, and they, especially in, on a weekend. And they 23, yeah. and they have an Ugg boot on, oh, they're And not, they're going to brunch, and yeah, it's Williamsburg. Yeah, they're not moving, yeah. so... I don't know. Maybe it's just, I don't know if it's just men. I think it's. I uh, think it's everyone, but I think it's there's. It's a New Yorker thing. Yeah. People will be rude. Like, you hold the door. Yeah. You say, just say thank you. Like, right, not, right. And I'm not holding the door for 12 of y'all. Like, no. I'm holding the door for one person and I'm letting it go. Right. <laughs> That's it. It's one and it's over. One and done. There are a few power moves that I like to use against straight men mm-hmm. specifically. And one is on sidewalks. Because I, I work in the Bryant Park area, so there are oh, a lot man. of men in suits when I go out for lunch. And if I see two men in suits, but they don't want to be too close to each other when they're they're walking because that, like that'd so be gay, a little gay. Yeah. So I'll walk <laughs> in between them. Oh, yeah. That's, that's a fun power one. move number one. Power move number two is every time I'm on an airplane, I claim the, the armrest if there's a guy next to me. Oh, okay. Because you have to share that, that armrest. And the guy always assumes that it's his. Yeah. And I'm tired of having these men put their arms and have it go into my space because I'm smaller than them. And I know it's kind of, I don't know. I, I feel bad about it, but then don't I'm feel like, bad no. About, no, I know yeah. I should. No, well, you need to write to JetBlue. Yeah. Okay, why are you just giving <laughs> why is there one armrest arm arm for two seats? Yeah. yeah. That's your fault. Yeah. yeah. Now we fighting, and you're like, oh, you guys don't know how to act. No, no, y'all don't know how to make two armrests. Right. Yeah. It's really simple. It's an engineering feat they haven't mm-hmm. come around to fix who, yet. Who designed that? Y'all wrong. I know. You failed. Ugh. There's just there's a lot of little ways we can kind of reclaim our space in this world, but I I just think it's interesting to watch I think that we are very lucky as gay women to not have and I've said this before, but like to not have the weight of like men finding you pleasing in any way on our shoulders when mm-hmm. we go through life because we can sort of I anyway or I at least um I sort of I observe straight men and I appreciate them for certain things. I'm like I it's a purely an observational, like, scientist-subject relationship. Pay that bill. Yeah. That's what I appreciate. <laughs> Pull that card out. Yeah. That's it. That's exactly. all. I'm, Thanks for I the drinks. I don't need you to do anything else <laughs> except pick something up, mm-hmm. pay for something, and leave. Yeah. That's, 
Yeah, and every all once in a while, if I have to move, I need one of you to help me carry mm-hmm. this couch. It, oh, I, for I, me, <laughs> it's really that physical utility of moving mm-hmm. things or taking heavy things. Like when I go to Ikea, I, I used <laughs> to just like stand under the thing I need and then wait for a guy to come along yeah. and then start reaching as soon as they walk like, by. Oh, can, yeah. Oh, let me help you with <laughs> and that. And start struggling. Right. Well, you know, the crazy thing is that I used to be a bottle waitress. And the, the power move with that mm. is – Men are dumb. Like, they literally <laughs> will spend 12 grand on liquor that really? they're not even drinking all of it. Yeah. Like, they will yeah. buy, buy, buy to feel like they are more than or important or, like, they want everybody in the club to know who they are. Yeah. yeah. So, in these nightclubs, it's, like, a weird juxtaposition of, like, oh, the waitress has power, but also, like, oh, we look down on them because you just want us to spend. And it's, like... That's what we're here for. Right. Yeah. We're not here for anything else. I don't care that Jay-Z is spinning. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I want you to pay. That's right. what And so guys come in and they buy all this money and then they leave and they feel robbed. And you're like, yes, you I were. robbed you. Yes. Oh, that's <laughs> I robbed you. you <laughs> and like, it's okay. I'm not going to jail. Like no. that. I love I'm the clocking nightlife. out and I'm going home with your money. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. I walk that out. That is a good feeling. There were sometimes nights where I would make like, $800 in cash, and I'm like, I feel bad. But then I'm like, no, I don't. No. no. <laughs> Take Let that me, money. That's not the feeling I, I feel. Listen, usually the cab drivers are like, hey, do you? is there a, a short way you want me to go? I'm like, take the long way. Yeah. <laughs> Take the You know long what? Let's way. go through Central Park. <laughs> yeah. And drive slowly, please. <laughs> Listen, we don't even get paid a whole dollar. So why not? Right. Yeah. Why freaking not? Yeah. <laughs> Let's do this. Like, exactly. Why are, I'm so tired of the whole situation of women feeling like it's a bad thing to be a gold digger. Okay. <laughs> do you do you want to be a coal digger? Like, what do you want? I yeah, we're here for the purpose of giving and taking. Yeah. And if hey, the man has money, take it. Take the <laughs> take him for everything that he has mm-hmm. because they take us. Right. They take our beauty. They take our time. Our they bodies. Take our bodies. Mm-hmm. But women don't understand. Like women look down on other women that like are prostitutes and strippers but it's it's a transaction right. that you don't even know is happening when oh, you have yeah. sex with a man and you like him but he doesn't like you it's a transaction mm-hmm. yeah. it's a sexual transaction for him and then he leaves and you have nothing yeah you got nothing just to show for it semen <laughs> just semen on your shoulder imagine and you're like, just having that at the end of any experience oh, like this is all I have to show for it oh and then when it dries up you're like uh, oh it's still there. It's you, and you take a shower, and you're like, I still feel it like it's on my shoulder. Like it's <laughs> Ghost terrible. semen. <laughs> it's terrible. Look at that limb you lost. Oh, I just God. want the listeners to know that I love men. Um, I have a brother. Uh, I don't know who my father is, but I, I do love men, and I'm not a terrible person. That's fine. Take their money. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, th- I, I think anyone listening to this podcast is mm-hmm. probably. At cool, least somewhat. Cool with the fact and knowing that we do have men in our lives that we think are are awesome. Mm-hmm. The and guy, those ones know who they are. Yeah. The guy who mixes the podcast, uh, shout out to Matt Harmon if anybody needs any Yay. mixing or musical services. Matt Harmon is like always the example and pillar of 
what a straight man should be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a couple of those in my life. Yeah. Yeah. That, like, and they know who they are. They but be, why can't they be more I know. Like There's uh, just so many of them that are so terrible. And I just feel so thankful that I don't fucking care if they like me. Like, <laughs> Shout out to Derek at Starbucks in Union Square. He always gets my name right. He knows what I like. He's nice to everybody. He gave me a free cookie, cookie before. I oh, feel great. like he is the pillar of yeah. what a straight man should be. Yeah. Get my name right. Give me something for free and tell me to have a good day. Thank you. That's all I want. (laughs) Those are the standards men bear now. (laughs) Is it really too hard to ask for for straight men to look at women as something as not a potential fuck for them? Right. Just like a vessel for their dick for like two or three minutes. Yeah. That's all I want. Yeah. Is just for... That's literally all we want. I mean, that that describes any male friends I have are are ones who have never treated me like maybe I have a chance with her mm-hmm. or she's here just for my entertainment or for yeah. my pleasure, you know? Yeah, like the, I... looking at women as like a possible dick receptacle for them or as someone who they just, all they want to do is just bounce off their, you know, their ideas or what their experience is and get socially rewarded for that in return. They just want to surround themselves by, oh my God, like, and they just, they want the admiration, but they don't want any of the, they don't want any, they don't want to know about her. She's just a soundboard for their fucking mm-hmm. endless ideas. Well, I just want to tell you, as a woman that likes other women, it's so hard not to, like, look at a woman and be like, damn. <laughs> damn. You came out I like agree. that girl? Like, yeah. Why? And then, you, and then I, I'd be in the locker rooms, and I'm like, wow, she's stacked. Wow. Yeah. I have the I have the opportunity to look at women, like, in the inside. I also see my body, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Why would nobody want to not right. fuck me? You know right. what I mean? But so. I, I feel like straight women, though, they have those th- same thoughts, too. I feel like a lot oh, yeah. of my straight friends will look at a woman and be like, she is She's so hot. hot. Yeah. She's so attractive. What, one of my coworkers multiple times this week was telling me about all these women she has crushed on. She's married to, to a man and everything. But mm-hmm. it, w- women can recognize an beauty attractive and, yeah. woman and beauty mm-hmm. and see a great set of tits mm-hmm. and be like, wow, those yeah. lucky, good for you. Right. Good, good for, for you. Her. have a master's and those tits. Yeah. But, we st- <laughs> but we stop there. We don't take it the step further that men do. It's like, you know what? That body or... is an invitation for me to be in her life. Yeah, in this moment, in yeah. some way, like come on, because we don't we don't have a confidence. That's what it is. Yeah. We're always do- we're always doubting because we don't want to be rejected. Men yeah. could get here no all day, and they're like, all they need is one yes. Right. All they need is they a half even, a yes. Do they even All hear they need no? is a, a no maybe. All they need yeah. is like the opportunity that, that you are not screaming and being like, get away from me. Yeah. But even a then. woman, like reject, rejection for us, it's like, yo, I got rejected. Some guy didn't call me back one time and I was like, I'm not using the phone all day. Yeah. I don't even want to look at my phone. Yeah. It'll change our whole week. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, it, it's crazy. Like, I the the point in my life where I got hit on the most by men, and I will say I'm peaking now. Back when I got <laughs> hit on by men, was a time when I I looked awkward. I mean, I, I was a teenager, mm-hmm. so between the ages of hey, like gross. sixteen and nineteen was when I had uh when I had the most men hitting on me. Hey, nasty, and <laughs> and it was a lot of those like catcalling type things. But when I was living in the in the suburbs of Buffalo. Uh, it's like literally I would drive, I'd be at a red light and there'd be a, a porch in front of a bar and the guys would be like, <laughs> Hey, come join us. Uh, come. I'm like, 
do they what do they think I'm not going anywhere? Do right. they think I'm just gonna be like, yeah, I will join like you, pack of men, yeah, and like just <laughs> dramatically turn slam the, on your brakes and do one of those like Fast and the Furious yeah. like Tokyo Drift spin arounds. And it was happening. Thank me you so for much. the invitation. <laughs> it was happening to me so much this one summer where I was driving around Buffalo in a pickup truck. Uh, <laughs> that that driving was around Buffalo in a pickup. That you was become my car a folk for the singer, summer. That's your album title. Yeah, so I was driving around in a pickup truck that that summer, and then I also was working for Rider Truck Rentals. It was my dikiest summer on record. Wow. You had a rough time, huh? I had a real dike- oh, yeah. So I was I was asking like my my coworker was this real like man's man, mm-hmm. and I'm like Jay. Why are these guys doing this to me? Why do they, what do they think that, you know, in traffic, I'm going to get out of my car? Like, why are they making me roll down my window and having me think, like, my taillights out? Your tire's flat. Or my tire's yeah. flat. <laughs> but really, then they just make, like, a kissy face at me. He's like, it only has to work one time. That's it. For it to be worth Whoa. it. Oh, wow. I guess that's it's, right. They yeah. The story. yeah. It doesn't, all the rejections don't matter. The fact is that there's a chance that one time there is that woman that's, like, yeah. on meth. Women are like, uh, women are like, <laughs> 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 to the for them, yeah. women are like those gas station scratch tickets. It's like one time you won $100, so now you just keep buying them because you think it's going to work if again. If you've seen a guy in the same outfit a lot of times, it's because he got ass in that outfit. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, this is my ass outfit. I'm definitely... This is my this lucky hot chick outfit. fucked me in this suit. I'm never taking this suit off. These guys, the guys will wear Skechers on dates, and it's like, I fucked the chick in these shoes. I'm Nine not going to not wear them. Like, yeah. It's crazy. My mind oh, doesn't even great. work that way. For nope. for me, I have like an interview outfit, and that's yeah. it. I'm like, oh, I've always gotten the job with with this blazer. <laughs> this pinstripe blazer is gonna try knock him dead. <laughs> we, as a woman, you're like, I can't wear that. They, somebody else saw me in that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was at another God. interview in that. Yeah. Am I? Did I do an Instagram post with this outfit? Yeah, no, I'm, I can't do I'm that. burning it in that case. Yeah. Oh man. Well, I guess we need to wind things down right now. We like to end with a, a fun random question. I want to know, what's the gayest thing you did this week? Ooh, this Other week. Other than maybe have sex with another woman, because oh, that's kind that. of a given. Yeah. Um, <laughs> ooh, I don't know. Uh, probably I am attempting to be a hat person. I've never worn a hat in my life, and I have this hat, and oh. it's just a regular baseball cap that my boss bought for me, so I feel like I have to wear it now, even though... Let me see it. All of my friends are well aware uh, that my head is so abnormally large that I can't wear normal hats. So I'm really trying to squeeze into this one. And my girlfriend informed me on the way here that I'm very Bieber, as she likes to say, yes. in this thing. So I would say my Justin Bieber flat bill hat is the gayest thing that I've done this particular week. I feel like you're like Copenhagen Bieber. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. That's actually <laughs> really, really sweet. I strive to be like... Uh, like a kind of nondescript, like Scandinavian European form of Justin Bieber. Yeah. <laughs> Copenhagen so, Bieber is my new aesthetic. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> what about you? What's the gayest thing you've done this week? Gayest thing I've done this week? I went to the Bronx Botanical Garden with my girlfriend. Mm, that's pretty that's gay. That's what she wanted to do. She wanted. I was like, we need to go two hours to see some flowers. Like, yeah. that's what. That's your idea of uh, getting lit. All right, I'll do it. And, and a lot of them are vaginal. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went there. She had sandwiches and like plums. We ate plums on a bench. It was gay. That's that very is gay. gay. That's gay delightful. as fuck. And I was, we took pictures and they were like these old people on a tram and they like saw us like taking pictures and like hugging each other Aww. and like kissing each other. And they were looking like, wow, this is 2017. Like this is what 
This is what kids are doing now. Wow, would you look at that, Margaret? <laughs> the two How gays over that? there. Yeah. Yeah. They, no, they, they, they were waving at us. I That's was like, cool. we're not a part of the exhibit, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Where's the plaque that explains what this is? I'm yeah. going to read that. Oh, that's great. What about you, Carolyn? My gayest moment this week was when I was in a meeting for work and I announced that I would love to work at Lowe's. <laughs> I don't Wait, even what I work at Lowe's. We're I talking. Could, I would ask you for we're help talking at Lowe's. About, uh, Lowe's. Lowe's is hiring a lot of people to because there's such a need with uh, all this natural destruction yeah. to rebuild places, so they need more employees. And I just thought. Oh, I think that would be a great job. I've always enjoyed hourly jobs and customer service jobs, oh, and I haven't had them. Wait, are yeah. you Canadian? Years. I am. That is so Canadian. Like <laughs> yeah. you just want to. Yeah, that might help be your people? most Canadian moment Maybe. this week. Actually, I don't know if that's even your gay. That moment. is not gay. That it's is definitely your most that Canadian. Has to do us. <laughs> don't put us in that. But but Lowe's. The fact that I said Lowe's. Lowe's. Yeah, that part is no. pretty gay. But like that. your need for a low-paying customer yeah. service job, that's where you get to be you, nice boo. to people. It's yeah. so Canadian. That's amazing. It's, I honestly. <laughs> When I worked as a cashier at a group, like every time I go to Trader Joe's, I'm a little bit jealous. And I was mm. talking to, to another comic who used to be, and he's like, no, don't be jealous of this. I'm like, no, but <laughs> no, everybody's so friendly. and They're robots, okay? Yeah. Somebody is uh, controlling them. I mean, just them. because That's... you're friendly to them doesn't mean that every customer is friendly to them. I think that, that job, although if they get a discount at Trader Joe's, I would work that, at Trader I Joe's. I would kind of get, I'd I'd get a couple a, like, days a, a week. I don't, there. Shift there. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. think you get a discount. Well, then it's never happening. Yeah, would you do that? But if you work, if you work at Lowe's, you might get maybe discount. That would save me thousands a year. So, okay, I don't know if that was the. That's great. I love it. I had a moment that made me really happy to be gay. That was this morning when I could hear my neighbor retching through the walls, and I don't know what's wrong with him, but this has happened a bunch of times now where it's like this dry heave that that I hear through the wall, and it's you can hear it from outside in the hallway, you can hear it from my bedroom, and I'm like, men make such gross noises. They do, Mm -hmm. yeah. I have a male roommate who I love, mm -hmm. but um, the sound of men peeing is pretty fucking gross. It's not his fault. I love him. But the P sound is Did very distinct. Did I tell distinct. you about that? The brief time that I lived with a man, I only briefly lived with a man once. It was uh, after a breakup and I moved in. Or no, okay, twice. But two sublet situations. Mm-hmm. And the one, there was like a bathroom right off the kitchen. And he would come work and just like unload his bladder. Yeah. And the sound of the force of his stream grossed <laughs> me out so much. I just couldn't deal with that. Yeah. Th- that and a couple other reasons right. really made me like, I need to go live with a lesbian. Well, yeah. I need to go live with another woman. <laughs> yeah. I And I only wanted to live with... With lesbians after that because I I don't want weird men yeah coming into my place yeah I don't want I've kind of hit the jackpot strange straight guys cool, like a really super cool gay dude that I live with so yeah it's cool all right well, I guess that's it yeah. yeah well this is beautiful I had such a good time <laughs> thank good. you for we being had such here. a great time too Sydney thanks for diking out with us today uh, I'm all ducked out I think I got to be straight after this. <laughs> It is a lot. This is a very small room that we're in. I think I had my dyke quota for the day. Yeah, our ovaries are just like going crazy right now. Uh, Is there, how can people find you on social media? Uh, I am on Instagram, you know, just trying to get my followers up. So Mm -hmm. it's just Sid BW, that's J U S T S Y D B W. And then I'm on Twitter, just. Just Sid NYC, so that's J U S T S Y D N Y C. 
Great. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yes. Follow Sydney. Go see her new show. The Unofficial Expert yes. at the Tank on the 17th at 7 p.m. Is it going to be a monthly show? Yes, it is. Monthly show. And then the podcast? Uh, the Unofficial Expert. You can get it on iTunes and Comedy Hype. Please subscribe, comment, and rate us. Yes, do that. And then mm-hmm. do that for Diking Out, too. Mm-hmm. Follow us on Twitter, at Diking Out. Like us on Facebook, at Diking Out. Email us, dikingout at gmail.com. Tell us uh, any topics you want to hear, who you want to see on the show. Um, any, any comments in general, if you... Mm-hmm. Uh, Good or bad, we if, love it. If you're a straight man and you're really upset, that would actually make me really happy. Yeah. Please email me and tell me that. It strengthens this us. podcast hurt your feelings because that oh. will fuel me. Yeah, it does. I, I am I fueled live, by that. I live on hummus and straight man hurt feelings. Mm-hmm. Hurt his feelings. Amazing. 2017 yeah. is in full effect. It's on my vision board now. <laughs> Great. Right. Thanks so much, Sydney. Thank and you, guys. Dyke out with us next week. Bye. 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 Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.